This is TF Wire, Transformers Week in Review, Episode 24, recorded January 22nd, 2006. TF Wire, Transformers Week in Review, TF Wire. Hello and welcome to TF Warrior. I am your host, Jesse slash Matrix Prime, and I'm joined by show regular Awa64. Nice to be here. And that was premature. And being overwritten by <laughs> Matt. Yes. And we're joined by somebody who I think used to be on the show, Debuster Prime. Wait, who? <laughs> I'm back. Woo-hoo. Hide the women and children. <laughs> no more. So, who is the sound effect du jour? I've missed that. Is that a Cybertron Optimus Prime? Uh, yes, that's correct. That's the uh, sound effect with the uh, when you have the force chip plugged in and you press the little blue button. Yes. Yes. Well, yes. I'm happy to say I didn't miss it. Okay. <laughs> 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 I hate those sound effects. Okay, on to the news. And they hate you. Yeah, so let's move on to the news. Okay, story number one. Rhino discusses Beast Machines. This news comes from TVShowsOnDVD.com, and Rhino has said that the interviews and commentary in the DVD set will include David Kay, Susan Blue, Marv Wolfman, Bob Skir, and the writer Stephen Melching. Rhino has also said that the widescreen ma- that there are widescreen masters for every episode, however they are unfinished, so they made the decision to use the full screen versions. The DVD set is still on schedule to be released on February 28th. Story number two, new Transformers listings at Target. Mouth of the AllSpark posted the listings in the store's computers. Listings included something called Transformers Classic. For that minty breath, use Transformers Classic. <laughs> Size classes listed under this name are Deluxe and Voyager. Okay, story number three. E-Hobby Galvatron has been released. The figure, which is listed as Galvatron number two, is a reissue of the G1 figure in its original color scheme. This e-hobby re-release includes gold leaf stickers, something that the original did not have, and pictures of the figure with the new decals can be seen at the e-hobby website. Story number four, FireDub34Studios.net, that's a mouthful, (laughs) releases MasterDub OFDP Episode 1. Episode 1, entitled... The Phantom, I'm sorry, Return Revenge of the Decepticons is a 78 megabyte DivX file which can be downloaded from tfcog.net. The Master Force series introduces us to Transformers that were released late in the U.S. toy line, such as the Pretenders and the Seacons. On a side note, FireDub34 Studios (sighs) (laughs) will also be taking on the feat of dubbing the Headmaster series in the near future. Hey, Good luck to you guys on that one. You made it through. Yes, astounding, isn't it? (laughs) Okay, next story. IDW releases new Transformer comic news. Four, pre- four preview images of Transformers Infiltration Number 2, which include the cover, can be found at the Comic News International website, comicnewsi.com. This 32-page comic. This is a 32-page comic and number two in the series and will be released in February for $2.99. In a related story, Comic News International also has a newly inked cover of an upcoming out-of-continuity comic called Transformers Evolutions. Heart of Steel. This four-issue limited series will be written by Chuck Dixon and will start in June of this year. 
Apparently it's about steampunk transformers. Steampunk being the uh, term generally assigned to uh, high technology from the Victorian era. And you remember that giant spider monster from Wild Wild West? Take out the whole suck introduced by that movie and you've kind of got the right idea. Anyway. <laughs> okay, last story. Cybertron Minosaur prototypes appear in an online auction. The figure, which appeared at tfauctions.com, however, is no longer viewable at the website, but pictures can still be found at the TFW website, and these include the figure itself along with its minicon. So, cool. so with that, what did you guys think about the news this week? I'm excited about the uh, okay. that uh, fan dub release. Yeah, it looks cool. I, I, I happen to have a total of uh, one line in that episode. Oh, sweet. What, oh, so that's what where you've been. You huh? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've been uh, moonlighting as yeah, a voice actor Yeah, you've been off on set shooting that for five weeks. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> I'm sure you put just so much effort into it. You packed as much emotion as acting as you could. Five weeks worth of work into that one great line. Oh, I, actually, that was uh, so many weeks ago, and I only had one line. I don't remember... The, uh, the name of the character that I'm playing. It's, uh, uh, what's the name wow. of that, uh, combiner where, um, like each, like two members, uh, from the team can each combine into a robot? Um, darn it. One of the duocons? No. The, there's, uh, six of them together. They all, uh, combine to form a Gestalt, and then you can take, uh, two, any two members, and they each form a, uh, another combination. I have absolutely no idea. Sounds like bootleg to Miss Prime. <laughs> no, it's uh, pretty cool. Uh, it's kind of like if you take the concept of the Energon uh, Deluxes, and you took six of them, and they all combine into uh, uh, a, a giant robot pencil? as well. Hmm. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, but uh, okay. I'm so playing, about the dub, uh, did, one did of anybody download it? Did anybody? Well, anybody download the dub? I'll probably go out and download it in a bit. I mean, I've still got a bunch of episodes of uh, Cybertron to get. Not Cybertron Galaxy Force to get through, but after I finish those, I might as well download that one for something to watch for a while. I downloaded it. Yeah, and and for any of you guys who are thinking about it, don't worry. I am not playing guitar <laughs> as a, a part of my role. Damn. Good. <laughs> well, I think it's pretty cool that we're hearing more about the Beast Machines release. I mean, on the one hand, yeah, it's late, which kind of sucks, but on the other hand, we're getting more director's commentaries, and well, we're not getting it in widescreen. We are at least getting an explanation for why we're not getting it in widescreen, so that'll be pretty cool. I I'm interested in hearing what Bob Skier has to say. Please don't send more assassins. <laughs> <laughs> don't kill me! Yes. Now, those new TF listings at uh, Target, do we think those might have anything to do with the uh, G1 retro line that they announced at BotCon, or is that probably just... Maybe uh, another name for the Beast Wars reissues when they get to another wave of that, or could Target be getting G1 reissues, or what? It's so early on, I'm going to hold back any speculation on it at all, because I don't want to get my hopes up and have it turn out to be something different. I'm just going to sit back and okay. wait. Fair enough. Yeah, Matrix? I mean, if it's, if it's the G1 Neo line, it, it seems like it's kind of early to be showing up in the computers, doesn't it? Eh, I mean, we got alternate. We got stuff for some alternatives and some Cybertron and Energon stuff almost a year before it actually ended up on shelves. I don't think it's too early, but it does seem a bit odd that we'd be getting something like that there instead of uh, 
hearing something about it from Hasbro. Though the line is supposed to be out by the end of the year, isn't it? I thought it was yeah, early next year. Maybe we'll have a good year, idea by, by uh, Toy Fair, which is next month. Yeah, true. We'll keep you guys posted. All you people out there in listener land, all three of you. <laughs> hey, don't say that now and jinx us. Yeah, good point. All okay, right. so in other news... I'm excited about the comic. I mean, all the stuff looks cool, although I really haven't been able to uh, get my hands on the uh, issue one of Infiltration yet. I haven't gotten that yet either. Uh, hopefully I'll pick that up next uh, sometime this week in time for next week's show, I guess you could comment on it. Yeah, well, maybe we can do a whole book club. <laughs> Maximize we're our not Oprah. No, we're not Oprah. Thank God for that. <laughs> Steak is evil. <laughs> Anyways, like I, like I said on many shows in the past year, I, d- I don't really care about the comics, but I like the idea behind the the Transformers Evolutions comic. I think that's a pretty neat idea. Yeah, it's a clever idea. I remember actually suggesting in threads, like, how would you want the new Transformers licensed people to handle it? And I was thinking that an anthology book that just took a bunch of different premises and different continuities and stuff and tried to do stuff with them could be pretty cool. Yeah, the what you said before, though, about taking the thing from Wild Wild West and, and taking out the, the suck from the spider robot, I mean, yeah. is there any guarantee that they won't be putting in, I mean, new suck? I just... <laughs> I, <laughs> I've, I've seen a couple different uh, steampunk things, and I, I, I just haven't really been a fan of any of them. I mean, I have uh, a Sakura Wars DVD, and it, it just it hurts my head to watch it. Yeah, there's no guarantee of a lack of new suck, but I'm going to give Chuck Dixon the benefit of the doubt. Although it would be cool if they, uh, they worked in a Omega Supreme as a train. That'd be pretty cool. And what would Optimus Prime be? Horse and carriage? Yes. Stagecoach. Hot shot. The male coach. Stagecoach and Miss Prime. Blaster. A printing press. (laughs) (laughs) Megatron can be a sawed-off shotgun. That would kick so much ass. Anyway. Anyway, I think, Awa, you have some other news for us? Yes, welcome to the segment of the program known as Stories Awa Wanted to Cover But We Didn't Bother to Actually Write Down Any Details For. <laughs> speak- Story it's 1. Because you came up with them too late. Yeah, probably. Story 1. World's Smallest Transformers Wave 4. Preview of them showed up at tformers.com. Uh, they had a uh, repaint of the Hot Shot mold as uh, basically Hot Rod colors, what they're calling Exilion for the full size one. Uh, weird metallic repaint of Optimus. A uh, new mold of uh, Thundercracker, which could, didn't get too close of a look at. And maybe it will suck less than the full size one. And uh, the wait, wait a second, did you say was, world's think, uh, smallest or of Starscream? Did you say world's smallest Sorry, or Legends uh, of Cybertron? Legends of Cybertron is what I meant. I said world's smallest, but that was wrong. Because I'm stupid. No, I wasn't <laughs> trying to. Hey, I just you wanted said it, to. Clear things up for the audience. That's I didn't mean anything by it. I appreciate it. Thank you for catching that. He, it's he was just not... trying to call you stupid. I know. <laughs> I know. He'll pay for that. Store next story. Override GTS is showing up in packaging. Looks cool, I guess. <laughs> story number three. Counterfeit G1 Prime has shown up on eBay. Wait, can we go the back looks... to the Override GTS for a second? Sure. Okay. Anybody the out there? Of our show. Who 
Well, I, I just if you snap a picture of the toy, just take a picture of the back. I mean, it, it's not that hard. It's it's only like a couple like kilobytes on your camera. You're hurting me. Yeah, it's, I need to see the bio. Pretty interesting to see the backs of them. Now, everyone, take pictures of the back, but make sure that it's not at a high enough resolution that you can read anything. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, next story. Uh, Nevermore pointed out a uh, counterfeit G1 Prime has shown up on eBay as we got a heads up from by P Prime uh, from TFW2005. I think I'm just trying to remember these details off the top of my head. It looks virtually identical to the real G1 Prime. Box looks the same. Toy looks the same. There goes collector's value. (laughs) They're going to have to come up with some way to try to identify what makes this different from the normal G1 Prime. I really hope they can manage something because if not... Well, actually, I don't really care if they manage something or not, because I've never been in for the money. I don't even have an original G1 Prime either, so... Yeah, well. Carbon I dating? Mean, if I think carbon dating, you need a, more of a gap for it to actually be able to work. Hmm. I think it has to be a thousand years for you to actually be able to accurately carbon date it. Yeah, well. Didn't you have another story? story? Yeah, I had one more story. Hasbro Action Theater Theater. cuts the Beast Wars episodes from 22 minutes to 8 minutes. In other news, the plots go from coherent to incoherent. (laughs) I really don't get the logic behind cutting it down like that, unless they were having severe bandwidth issues. I think it might also cut things down for um, maybe kids whose computers... uh, don't have the latest like super duper high speed or memory or I don't know. And I haven't seen the Beast Wars ones, but I've caught the uh the G. I. Joe episodes, the the ones from the eighties that were uh, trimmed down to the eight minute format. Um if I'd imagine if you're a little kid you wouldn't really notice all that much. I mean yeah, as an adult watching it you can but... see uh, a couple things are missing, but it's it's not really that bad. You, you get a general oh, sense yeah, of what's definitely. going on. These cuts down to eight minutes are actually the same ones that they were showing on G4 TV on Fridays that were freaking everyone out in past weeks, as far as I can tell. So, yeah. Well. I'll stick with the DVDs. So yeah, me too. Shall we move on to the discussion topic? <clears throat> okay, discussion topic. Okay, this week's discussion topic, since we do have an extra person this week, we can actually discuss stuff, is the Transformers Fan Club. The club, which is now a year old... What was that? Nothing. I, I think it was nothing. it was a long sigh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, back on topic yeah. here. The Transformers Fan Club, which is now a year old, has released the promised six fan club newsletters and incentive toy. They have created a club store, which originally had high prices for both the figures and shipping, but have since been reduced. They've, which is good. They've finally put up a message board, which they promised back in February, I think, or March. Which is meh. <laughs> and they still have no club only products on the website. So, is this thing a bust or not? Is it too early to tell? Thus far, it does kind of seem like a bust, although apparently they have been getting the newsletter out on time to everyone. Not sure whether the uh, four page uh, out of continuity Cybertron comic's really been worth it, but from what I've seen and heard, it actually looks pretty cool. But. Past that, I 
haven't really seen anything that makes it seem worth it past the convention itself. So. I mean, it does seem like they're doing work on making things better, but I think what they need to do is move away from trying to add content that already exists really well on other websites. Like yeah. the message boards, we already have like several great ones out there um, for ordering uh, toys online. We already have uh, several outlets out there, enough Big that there's already store, pretty competitive uh, pricing. Yeah. yeah, BBTS, Ducky Kid, and all those. Are either yeah, of members so... of the club? No, I'm not. Nah, I'm not currently a member of the club, though. If I do end up going to BotCon, I'm, if I wanted to get the toys, I'd probably end up joining the club. Yeah, I, I think there's uh, still hope out for uh, for what happens with the uh, the convention next year. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, right now, it's it's nothing too exciting, but they, they haven't really screwed anything up. Nah, which means they still have a 1-up on 3-H. <laughs> you mean 1-H? Oh. 1-H? Yeah, 1-H. 3-H <laughs> actually did a good job. Well, 1-H had some issues, although while some people would argue they screwed over the fans, some people would argue they get screwed over too, and that's a whole other debate that we <laughs> probably shouldn't start up again. Well, the, yeah, the long and short is they, they were fans, they tried hard, and they got overwhelmed. So, I mean, there's, there's, I don't think there's any real bad blood there. Just a, maybe a little bit. Not too much. Nah, I think we've gotten over it. Yeah. So what, what would you like to see in the club if you were to join? An anonymous Transformers fan one-night stand connection system. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing. Um, I think maybe some more exclusive comics. Yeah, maybe if they focus the uh, fan magazine more on the uh, comics and the fiction and less on uh, reporting news and stuff like that, it would be more interesting. Maybe if they included written fan fiction in there too and maybe included something like... Uh, Papa Prime from the All Sparks uh, photo comics or stuff like that. Yeah, on the straight new stuff, it's going to be really hard for any printed magazine to to keep up unless they like dig really hard into the inside sources on things that are just like way ahead. Yeah. Okay, and with that, we want to go to listener questions. Yeah, let's go to listener questions. Okay, question number one. This one comes from AV Club Two. And he asks, do you like the whole series storylines, or do you like the per-episode shows like G1 and Beast Wars? I'm definitely going to have to go with per-episode. I have a hard time lumping uh, G1 and Beast Wars together. Is I think Beast Wars had uh, more of a sense of uh, a combination of uh, like a long, ongoing arc, and at the same time having self-contained stories. Yep. I think there is a major difference between how Beast Wars handled it and how current shows have been handling it, though. In Beast Wars, it's been a lot more like individual episodes. I mean, in Beast Wars, it was more like a bunch of individual episodes with a small element in each one that helped build a story arc and then had the payoff at the end of the season. And then the more recent ones have been more like uh, most of the episode has been dedicated to building the story arc with in rather unimpressive fashion, really. <laughs> and... Each episode has had a minor amount of content that was more like the individual episode's distinction from being the episode before it or the episode after it. Yeah. Which... I, I don't know, like with Galaxy Force and Cybertron, I, I mean, the story isn't uh, a bad story overall, and you do get a fair amount of action within each story that's nicely choreographed, but if you just catch a random episode by itself, you're not like really able to get a it's good not, sense of yeah, who the characters are and what's going sense. on. 
and and that is kind of a shame because I mean, you know, uh, kids or any like just uh, non fans who catch a random thing, they're not going to be able to to get drawn into it very easily. You know what I think would be helpful? Switching the episodes back from being trying to be a massive epic storyline to just being character based drama. Probably work better at selling toys too. I mean, if you have one episode dedicated to showing why, say, Armor Hide is completely badass, kids are going to go out after they see that episode and try to buy him. Is he completely you mean like on badass? Power Rangers, where every week they focus on a different color? Hmm. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I just had to bring in that comparison. <laughs> but uh, it actually does work pretty well for both advertising yeah. the store. The, the toys and, and bring uh, non-fans into it. Yep. I mean, it's only the characters that people act, that they actually manage to develop that people remember after the toy line's over. I mean, everybody remembers that Starscream kicked ass in a Armada and had actually a decent character development, but as far as what people remember about uh, Energon, people remember that... It sucked. Megatron beat the... Sh- living shit out of Scorponok, and that Energon Prime had eaten a few too many hamburgers. <laughs> okay. Moving on now? Sure. Moving on to question two from Chris Moore. What do you think was the deciding factor in, factor in your decision to collect Transformers and not something else like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Turtle Power, or G.I. Joe? Because every Transformer is two, two, two toys in one. Or more. Or more. True, for triple changers. I think it's just the engineering was always more interesting to me in the playstyle. I mean, some people have compared some of the more complex Transformers to almost a Rubik's Cube, and I've always liked having a kind of puzzle and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, with other action figure lines, I mean, you basically have the same frame, and you just have a, a different sculpt to go along with whatever character. But with Transformers, I mean, t- every time it's it's something like almost like, completely different. Yeah. I, I'm still amazed after so many years they keep coming up with original transformations. Yeah. Pretty man. For me, it was simply because I'd had all these toys from my childhood and I didn't want to throw them out. And it was part of... <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't laugh. It was part of my childhood that I just wanted to hold on to and not really get rid of, so... Yeah, that's actually a pretty good way. I mean, I mean, by the time I started collecting, I wasn't actually playing with toys anymore, so... Yeah. yeah. I, I had to spend my money on something. <laughs> and with the advent of the internet, you can't really spend money on porn anymore. <laughs> it's free! <laughs> Yay! Alright, I think we can move on to... Question, Question three. three, having sufficiently linked Transformers and pornography twice in this episode. Yes! Okay, uh, <laughs> question number three. Now, I, I hope I get the pronunciation right. Is it Matthew Spada? Okay, I'm assuming that's correct. Okay, so Matthew Spada yeah, asks, when do you think Hasbro will realize that repaints, for the most part, suck? <laughs> I love this the question. Second they, s- they will realize that repaints, for the most part, suck the moment that they stop selling enough to make back money on the molds and be free profit. Okay, I think you just closed that question there in the first response. 
Uh, I don't know what's left to say. It's a matter of economics. They're not going to stop making repaints until everyone stops buying them. Yeah, this is kind of goes back to the other question where, I mean, all these toys, uh, unlike other toy lines, you have uh, completely original engineering that, that goes into it, the, the sculpts and the transformation, and it just costs a lot more money to, to put out each mold than uh, like a regular G.I. Joe action figure, and repaints help make that money mm-hmm. back, and, and they work. And, I mean, if you don't like one color scheme for a toy, you can pick out the other one that uh, best uh, matches the, or brings out the flex in your eyes or whatever. <laughs> you can accessorize. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think of how you would accessorize Transformers. Oh, I never buy Optimus Prime. He clashes with my hair. Exactly. <laughs> like, it, 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 if if I'm having a, a good hair day, I'll I'll bring out the Bumblebee keychain, and on a bad hair day, it, Cliff Jumper works a little bit better. Yeah, I don't know where I'm going with this. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't think anybody knows where we were going with that. So, um... I can uh, throw out some impressions on I think that's uh, all we had planned for this week. Crosswise. All right, go for it. Let's hear what you think about Cybertron Crosswise. Crosswise. So, this guy will get pulled into the Crosswise. See, vehicle mode. He's uh based on a uh, a real car. I don't know what yep. it is cuz I'm not a car person. Any it's guys? a Bugatti, I think. Bugatti. Yeah. Muchabella. Is that even real Italian? I don't know. I'm just probably not. Okay. Probably not. Bene, bueno. <laughs> okay. Um, the car mode is uh pretty nice. Some people are calling this yeah like a uh, a junior alternator or of some sort. But um, I mean some people have called him the fourth car brother too. Yeah, I think so. that one fits a little bit better or a lot. I'd say a lot better because he doesn't have the uh, the opening doors and the uh, interior detailing of uh, alternators. He just happens to have a car mode that looks like other looks ones. Looks like a real car. Yeah, which is, fits uh, a lot of car transformers, so that's nothing too great there. But um, you do uh, plug in the force chip in the back, and these uh, two little uh, rocket launchers uh, pop up. The springs are very sharp. It's uh, a cool effect. Um, the spoiler is a, uh, a removable uh, missile launcher, and the missile has uh, one of those uh, flame-looking dealies, like on uh, Energon Rodimus. Uh, some people Ooh. like it, some people don't. I'm not a huge fan of it. I, I like better when the missiles uh, look a little more integrated, like um, on a Cybertron landmine where it looks like some kind of a pile driver or something. Hmm. Yeah. The uh, the transformation is uh, very uh, Robot Brothers-esque. It's complicated. Parts get in the way. It's really messy. But um, the results are, are very nice. He's got a decent amount of posability all over the place. And... One thing to note are these uh, two long, thin fins that uh, run up along his back. It's not mentioned uh, anywhere in the instructions or a lot of places, but if you look on the inside, there's actually uh, weapons detailing in there. So you can rotate those uh, around to the front under his uh, hips, and they stick out there like uh, Cybertron Optimus Prime in super mode, and it looks really wicked. And unlike the Japanese version... Uh, these bars are a separate molded piece, so you can rotate them around to uh, better expose the uh, the barrel detailing. So, 
uh, it's one of those rare times where if you have a choice between the uh, American Japanese one, the American version has a, a really clear advantage. So that's pretty cool. Cool. Sounds awesome. I'm looking forward to buying it so I can hate it. <laughs> As all you people out there seem to like. So what's your final rating on this toy? Uh, what kind of rating system do I use? Do I use like letters or numbers? I forget. Uh, I think you used a decimal <laughs> out of ten. Yeah. Out of ten? Uh, this guy is easily uh, a nine plus. Yeah, there's, there, there really aren't any flaws in this guy except for the the transformation being uh, a little finicky. If you're a little kid, you might get frustrated by it, but for uh, adult collectors, it's it's all gravy. Buy him. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I, I mean, he's if if you like uh, Cybertron uh, Hotshot, I mean, he beats him technically on on pretty much every level, like the missile launcher where like on Hacho is just sticking out over the top, it becomes integrated. The the four ship gimmick becomes something useful. The articulation is, is way better. I mean And the character on the show is basically a monster hunter. Yeah. And it monsters all although that's kinda weird in a, a Transformer show, I mean he's yeah. pretty sleek looking I mean he's all uh black paint job. I, I mean it could be. It looks like something uh, that would come out of Batman the Animated Series, really. Well, we do know Aaron Archer quite enjoys the Batman the Animated Series stuff. He used to work on that, didn't he? And that's probably why the uh, current Megatron's car mode looks basically like the Batmobile. So there you go. Uh, <laughs> Crosswise and, and Megatron can yeah. both play Batman and hunt monsters together. Or I, I don't know where I'm going with this one either. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Okay, so does anybody have anything else for this week? I got nothing. Uh, that's about it for me. Okay, I got nothing. All right, cool. Well, it's been fun having at least three of the usual gang back here together again. Woo-hoo! Maybe we'll be able to get Pirated TV Pro back some point soon in the future, too. Woo-hoo! Have a foursome. bow chicka bow bow <laughs> <laughs> Okay, this is Matrix Prime saying see you next week. This is Awa64 saying I promise not to mention pornography again by the end of the episode. (laughs) This is uh, D-Buster Prime. Uh, Guitar Free. Signing off. See you in seven.